and welcome back to Glitter Budget with your hosts, Anjanette and Jess. And in today's episode, we're continuing our animated family fun movies. Yeah. This one is Burn Gully. I think it's kind of like a favorite of both of ours. Yeah, for sure. And uh, it's just a, a feel-good family movie uh, Avatar stole the entire story from. It Seriously, though, I was. it's been a long time since I've wa- like seen Burn Gully, so when I was re-watching it, I was like, hey... Wait, Wait a, a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, that was, that, I guess, it's been a long time since I've seen Avatar, but I've heard the argument a lot of times over the years. Of like, this is just the plot of Fern Gully. Well, not only was it the plot, like, the plot of it, but there were just very similar scenes. And just, like, the whole, and you know, let's back up for a second. We'll get back into up, that. Back up. <laughs> Fern Gully. Directed by Bill, Bill Croyer? Yes. Bill Croyer. Um, the screenplay was written by Jim Cox. And the movie is based off of the stories, the short stories original, ori- wow. originally originally written by Diana Young. Very good. This is why we're not professionals. There's a lot of reasons why we're not professionals. <laughs> We've neither the time nor the crayons to go over that. No. But this is the uh, first animated film that um, Robin Williams lent his voice to. Yes, this was right before Aladdin. Yep. So it was actually um, supposed to be released in 91. 91. But they didn't want to compete with Sleeping... No. Um, Beauty and the Beast. Beast And, oh my god, there was another one. I I feel like Beauty and the Beast is probably the main one. Yeah. Because Disney. Well, Yeah. And um, an American Tale, Five Goes West. Oh, that was it. Yeah. The better of the tales. Yes. But uh, so it was, it was released, pushed back a year, released in 92, but it was close to Earth Day, right? Like 12 days. Yeah. So kind of to line up with that and that whole theme of mm-hmm. saving the trees. But <laughs> uh, the one big criticism that the movie gets is that it's all about saving the trees, but in order to animate the film, they needed to use paper yeah which were formerly trees <laughs> yeah <laughs> so the irony like, yeah because <laughs> it was back then when they would actually and a- like actually like hand draw they would animate it that way so you needed paper now like if, it, if the movie were made now you know they could do it all cg and everything but um i believe there were baddies baddie you know, scenes the baddie I think, rap yeah. i think was cg yeah there was there was a couple that were cg but you know, i mean most of it was made from the trees so they kind of went against their own point there but still like from start to finish very much about like preserving nature and uh that we're all connected yeah oh i know um yeah because it kind of goes over in in, like the beginning of it as they're introducing Ferngully, essentially, of, you know, how vast the forest was until Hexus, who was voiced by Tim Curry, which was also his first time that he lent his voice to an animation. Mm -hmm. Um, But basically, though, Hexus of of basically just being the evil that is man, you know, kind of like going, well... He's a very spirit of destruction, I think, is what they called him. And, um... He ended up getting uh, Maggie, who she's like the the main magical fairy 
person. Fairy. Fairy person. <laughs> she trapped Hexus in this big gnarly looking tree. And the humans are leveling a forest in order to, like they're a, like a logging company or whatever, so they're uh leveling a forest and they end up Zach, yeah, who is like the the main human person. He marks that big old tree for cutting down. Which honestly, just looking at the tree, I'm not sure how much good it would have done you for paper, but whatever. Cuz it looked gnarly. It did. But you know, us dumb humans, we fucked it up and let Hexus out. So like I like Watching it as a kid, I remember Hexus being so, like, a larger part in the movie, like, being in it much longer, and the movie yeah. being just longer in general. It was, like, just over an hour long. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, like, when you're young, like, those, like the movies like this, they're just, I don't know, because your attention span is so short. Yep. That's why a lot of family, like, animated films were made to be... A lot shorter because kids can only sit for so long. This is true. But now kids shows kids movies anymore are close to two hours. Well, I mean if you think about it though, like kids are a lot less active. They're used to sitting in front of the screen, so you know. Oh, that's true. Good yeah. point. I didn't even think about that. It's sad. It's sad. But since they're so used to sitting in front of screens, they're so used to sitting like yeah, they sit in front of a screen for like a long period of time, but the things that they're watching are very short. It, right, and I got, yeah, that's true. So, I don't know, I guess that's a conversation for another day, but um, it, it's, I think because Hexus was, he was kind of like a creepy thing, like he was just a creepy little blob thing at first, and then he turns into like this kind of creepy looking skeleton, fiery yeah. skeleton entity, and um, of course he's voiced by Tim Curry, which is awesome i also i like the the singing or whatever in this movie the songs are very short so it's not that bad no but they were good though like it was um elton john did one of the songs i think which again the the song that was uh playing during the credits okay which again i think was the first time that he had worked on an animated film right for music yeah a lot of firsts yeah for a lot of big stars yeah, because, like, okay, well, I don't think we ever went over who was necessarily in this movie. Sorry. So we have Tim Curry as the voice of Hexus, Samantha Mathis as the voice of Krista, Christian Slater as the voice of Pips, Jonathan Ward as the voice of Zach, Robin Williams mm. as the voice of Batty Coda, who, like, he improvised naturally a lot of his lines, and he was, his, Batty was supposed to have, like, a very small like Roll. eight eight minutes, not even. Yeah, and they ended up like tripling the screen time of Batty because the director liked everything that Robin Williams was putting out for him, and he had like so many fourteen hours, fourteen hours of of takes, and they were just like, "Hey, this is gold, gold." And then naturally, it's like it's it's no wonder he went on to do uh, the genie in Aladdin. Yep. And it was uh, it was very, very good. Yeah, I couldn't like I don't like, I mean as a kid like wasn't too familiar with Robin Williams at that like I knew who he was but it didn't as I got older you know meant a lot more to me. So this challenge and like when I rewatched it it was this is 
I have not been able to watch a film that Robin Williams has been in since he passed. It was like a piece of my childhood died. It broke my heart. So I completely forgot that he had voiced Batty. And as soon as he started talking, I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I, he too, like, it was a huge part of my, chi- my childhood and my adulthood. Yeah. And when he passed, because he passed um, a few days after my birthday. Oh. So um, I, that was one of the first celebrity deaths. I think, if not the first celebrity death that I actually, like, mourned, like, sobbed yeah. when I found out that he had passed. And I was, like, devastated. So it, it did take me a while. But when I was watching his his films, it's just like, oh, my God, the love that I have for him swells even more. And it just, it does make me cry no matter what I'm watching, even if it's, like, obviously the f- the... All the humorous movies that he's done. Yeah. I have not watched Dead Poet Society or Goodwill Hunting yet. Mm. Those are the more serious ones. And yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> I don't know if I could take it. But um, it's it's been lovely. I mean, I figured, I don't know, I'll eventually get around to watching, like especially since I've, I've already already watched one now. But I like, like I said, I completely forgot. And I was like, oh, fuck. But I couldn't watch. I couldn't watch any scenes with Batty in it and actually just see the bat. Like I just envisioned the entire time him in the booth, yeah, <laughs> voicing him. That's all I pictured the whole time. Yep. So I'm like, oh, damn it. I know. It was like it's it, in a way it's like almost more enjoyable picturing him kind of like going crazy yeah. in the booth. <laughs> um, just like how because I. Semi recently wa- uh, rewatched um, Mrs. Doubtfire. Yes, yep. <laughs> and just him doing the voice of that bird. <laughs> like, that's how I imagine him. And like when he's trying to apply for a job or whatever at that, <laughs> and that for that lady. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we're, we're going to have to do um, Robin Williams movies just to get them all out of the way. Yeah. Um, Take the band aid off. Yeah, just, just make us off. cry for like hours on end but where what was the point um yeah Batty had a lot more screen time than what he was originally supposed to have and I loved Batty still love Batty so much that he has the line um I have but one claw as my screen name my username for like a bunch of different things (laughs) (laughs) yeah like I I never pick up on that I don't know but I have an old uh an old Instagram, it's not deactivated, because I don't know if you can deactivate Instagram. You probably can, but, like, it's, I don't use it anymore. Yeah. But it's uh, it's an old um, Instagram handle I have, but one claw. <laughs> and that's from him. No. I think, like, a lot of his lines, too, I mean, you know, while humorous, and some of them were just for the sake of humor, um, I think a lot of it, though, like, his some, most of his lines were really important to the message that they were trying to portray, like, you know, obviously they were trying to portray, you know, deforestation and getting rid of the rainforest, stuff like that. Um, you know, then just the lengths that, like, humans will go to th- for greed yeah. and taking down the forest. But some of his lines of, like, you know, humans are bad. And, like, just to back up on that, um, in the beginning, as they are explaining how she got rid of Hexus, they were saying that humans were actually, like, their biggest, you know, allies to the forest. Is at that time, you know, we didn't have all the 
highways and all that other shit to they just lived in harmony amongst themselves and then after hexus and i think the fire yeah um they thought that it killed all the humans so they have not seen humans in generations they think they're all dead yeah so they actually have human tales yeah. instead of fairy tales which i thought was really cute um and so when when they kind of humans are coming into deforest this rainforest uh they actually find a human and they're like, oh my God. They think it's a good thing. And Batty's yeah. like, kill oh! it! Eat it! Yeah, because... <laughs> Eat uh, it now! Tastes like chicken! <laughs> Delicious, nutritious. Tastes just like chicken. <laughs> but Batty is the result of um, humans testing on animals. Yeah. And experimenting on animals. And because um, when Krista and the other fairies, like, they run into Batty... Um, he has like an antenna coming out of his head yeah. and he's talking about the horrors of animals being used for experimentation and stuff like that. And my question with Batty though, and with the other animal creatures, um, Krista had to give Batty the gift of fairy sight yeah, so that he could see them. Did they have to do that for all the animals or just him because he was tainted by humans? I would think just him because he was tainted by humans and he didn't like live, he didn't originate in their section of Ferngully. Okay. Is, right. w- is what I would think. So I, I would f- I feel like anything outside of Ferngully, kind of like in The Last Unicorn. Yeah. Like yeah. anytime like you leave that section, like people just again they don't believe. They yeah. don't have that belief anymore. So Alright. Good point. Good point. Good point. But I think just his whole of like, you know, just wait. Just wait until they come in with their highways and their shopping plazas and they're yeah. and I'm like, oh God, but it was so true though. Like just the damage that we do to the planet and like our areas of yeah the rainforest that are the earth's lungs yep humans are trash yep throw the whole thing out that's what i think (laughs) 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 um a lot of (laughs) the so the rainforest is based in australia None of the characters have Australian accents. No. Zach is supposed to be 16. Really? Yep. It says on his little license oh, thing. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, he's supposed to be 16. 16, and his first job is working for a logging company. Maybe that's a thing in Australia because everything's, like, crazy over there. I mean, realistically, though, the only thing he was doing was spray painting trees. So he wasn't actually, like, working with any of the equipment, but still... But still, well, yeah. They kind of mentioned, like, uh, you guys have, like, all, oh, like, you know, the city kids coming up to work for the summer. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, y'all, y'all Australians are fucking crazy, so maybe that's a thing. I don't know. God, who knows, man. Some of the shit that comes out. I was watching a TikTok the other day. It's in Australia, and they're, like, getting logs out of, like, a swamp. And they're like, ah, oh, just a standard day. And there's a fucking crocodile, like, just chilling with them. And he's... They're just going like sit, stay, stay, like pushing the crocodile snout like away, and I'm like, You're, there's a fucking crocodile. <laughs> <laughs> he could snap at any minute. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> like it was beyond me. I'm like, this is only in Australia, only but in Australia. Every once in a while, you see like those huge alligator spottings in Florida going through the. Like, well. They're oh, like I, f- I feel like Florida is our Australia. It's the, the United fair. States Australia. Like all the crazy shit happens there. That's fair. Yeah. All right. 
But yeah, I didn't I didn't like really pick up on that in the movie until I read like some of the facts that it was based on the Australian rainforest. Yes. So and then I was like, oh, well, there's the kangaroos. Yep. That popped out like the headphones or whatever. Yes. Yes, and they said that like you can hear some of the like Australian animals. Like a, there was like a bird that you could hear in the rainforest, and there was like the oh god, I forget the name of the creature that's also like native to Australia. They actually pictured in there but otherwise was it like the tall birds that were like what's your password oh what's the password that i don't know i feel like that's an australian bird yeah i don't know i don't know what about the little bush baby looking things with the big old tails maybe who knows we sure don't Uh. you don't come for (laughs) to us for professionalism i hope you know that or accurate information no okay yeah but we've learned to read names so we get the names correct. <laughs> <laughs> One time. One time and some f- motherfucker called us out on it. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> it's bound to happen. Like I said, I'm, s- I'm surprised if we haven't been called out way before the now. So, I mean, we might not have fucked up so much before then. Yeah. We definitely did. Yeah, I'm like, what? <laughs> Where have you been? <laughs> All up here, baby. <laughs> um, but uh, back to the many suspicious parallels between Ferngully and Avatar. Right. Yes. The blue people. <sighs> Go on. I don't know. It's just, well, like, all right. I like, you, rem- you remember most Avatar, right? Nope. It's like Ferngully, right? <laughs> I know that there are blue people, and it's like three hours long. All right. Well, because it's James Cameron, right? Yeah. Titanic guy. Yeah. Whatever. All right. So, obviously, it's like deforestation in this movie, mining in Avatar. So, we're, we're trying to mine for whatever precious metal that there is. Right. But there's, you know, the, the native people where the blue people, quote unquote. The uh, what the fuck were they called? The avatars. I don't know. No. I know. They had a name. I don't remember. Don't ask me these things. The. Man, the only thing that's coming to mind is Mogwai and that's not it. Nope. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> the. The. Now it's just Blue Man Group. Thick. I don't know. Yeah. But anyways, it's Sigourney Weebies. Squeebies? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> Weebie is not your last name. Your voice could get that high. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> I can't look at your face right now. I can't look at you. <sighs> Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Weaver's character and her team have created avatars to look like the blue people. 
so they could assimilate into their culture and try to basically get them to fucking move peacefully so they can mine the shit out of their land. Right. That's ba- that's basically at the end of the day like what it was. And I think there was a tree involved, like their tree of life, oh, essentially. Okay. Um and every and again, like much like Ferngali and Avatar, everything in the land's connected. So you can physically feel the trees, the animals, stuff like that. They all have a very literal connection to them. And in Ferngali, um, when Zach goes to like carve their name into a tree, she comes to, you know, Krista is very upset. She's like, Can't you feel their pain? Like, yeah. Don't do that. Very much the same thing in Avatar. In Avatar, like the princess or whatever the hell is becomes romantically interested in the Avatar marine guy who's not real to their right. people. Yes. So that was like hugely offensive. Yeah. And same thing in Ferngali. Like she's not necessarily interested in Pip. She's interested in Zach, who's a human. Mm-hmm. And like their whole like uh scene where she's, you know, kind of running through like the forest with him, the water, stuff like that. All of that's very similar to so there's a lot of suspicious parallels here. All right. Come on, James Cameron. Get shit. your shit together. Could have literally done anything else. Yeah. He just wanted to make a really expensive movie. The difference is, like, he ends up actually staying with the blue people as, oh. like, in the Avatar's body that I think somehow eventually becomes, like, real. Like I not, I, I don't know. but I'm going to have to watch that again because it has been a long time. I, I thought the movie was okay. But I know a lot of people were like really obsessed with it. I I don't know. Like I liked it. It was good uh, to the level of obsession. Eh. I was like, I don't know why. I don't. I don't think you guys are. What's going on? <laughs> but like yeah, a, he he ends up staying, and obviously Zach she figures out the right spell, and he's not human sized again. Yes. So and but human sized to go back and. Try to be an advocate for, um, like, maintaining, like, preserving the rainforests and stuff like that. Which I think was, like, a a better message overall is, like, you know, you are the only, like, you are the person that can actually, like, kind of like, you know, Smokey the Bear. (laughs) Only only you you can prevent prevent forest forest fires. fires, Same thing, like, only you can preserve our rainforests because, obviously, like... The animals and all of the native creatures and stuff like that, too. The rainforest can't do anything for themselves, so you have to be their advocate, which I think is, like, a much better message. Oh, yeah. And I think that they had, like, a... It was good that they released it closer to Earth Day, which is, like, more coincides with their message than releasing it in some random time in 1991. But, yeah, like, I thought that that was... It is like it's just a lovely movie. It really, it really is overall. Um, it was funny. Yeah, funny. The songs are like cute. They actually go with the movie, um, and it's just Batty. I think makes oh for sure he the steals movie. he steals the movie. I mean, yeah. no doubt. But when he comes back, <laughs> so Batty like really does not like Zach because he is a human and he's been hurt before. And near the end of the film, where Hexus is in charge of the leveler pretty much at this point, yeah, and he's trying to take down Fern Gully, 
Zack is trying to make his way to the leveler to like turn it off. And he ends up kind of like he makes it to the leveler, but then he falls down and Batty rescues him. Yeah. And Batty's trying to get him back to safety where all the other fairies are. And Zack is like, No, I gotta go back to I gotta go back to the leveler. He's like, back to the leveler, that's lemming talk. And I'm like, <laughs> I lost it. <laughs> lemming talk. And he's just like, Zack flicks his little antenna, he's like, wrong channel. <laughs> and it was just everything from there on is all Robin Williams gold. Yeah. Like him just improvising and it's just Chef's kiss. It's amazing. Ugh, it's just it's so good. <laughs> you remember like as a kid and even it kind of as an adult, but especially as a kid though, just getting creeped out by hexes. Mm-hmm. Just the heebie-jeebies like but you know, watching it as an adult and I like they edited it in the movie, but I guess you can find the original lyrics are out there somewhere, but I guess... Oh, his toxic love song? Yeah, it's like a really dirty. It's a very sexual song. Uh, and but t- and Tim Curry just has a naturally sexual voice. Yes, he does. So even when they edit it to take out like the sexy, inappropriate language, it's still very sultry. Yes, because he's got that raspy little Tim Curry voice, and it's just... Especially if you are, like we are, huge fans of the Rocky Horror Picture Show. That's what you equate everything to. Yeah, like you just, you are, it's sweet transvestite. Basically. Essentially. But not only that, but like, you have his sultry voice. Mm -hmm. And then the way that Hexus is, is like this nice, flowy, dirty, gooey thing that just kind of lends itself to just kind of flow and like move in such a way slither and slink yep. around because like he starts off with this little like goo, goo blob yeah Apparently and then this is what blobs do yeah they blob yeah all right yeah. <laughs> we got it we got yeah, it yeah, all right yeah. you got it you got it all right <laughs> thank you for listening guys <laughs> i don't know how you put up with this shit <laughs> But we appreciate you, Megan, because you're the only one that listens. Thanks, Megan. <laughs> um, no, but like Tim, like I, I can't just be us that when we hear Tim Curry's voice that we just think sex. Th- yeah, it's not just us. Oh God, no, absolutely not. Like any I think, Tim Curry fan. Yeah, I period. mean, even like maybe accepting Nigel Thornberry. But even then, he says some random shit that's... (laughs) 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 But I think outside of that, you know, everything else that Tim Curry does is just... Especially when you... Like, if you're just hearing his voice and he's just lending his voice to something. I love it. Mm. Yeah, it's nice. Mm -hmm. It's very nice. Anyway, so where can you catch Fern Gully, Jess? Stars. Stars. Yep. Unless you have the DVD, which, if you are a true fan of Robin Williams and Tim Curry, you should have the DVD or Blu-ray. Do you have the DVD? I do. Oh, shit. I have the DVD for this and for the other movie that we're going to, our last movie that we're going to discuss for the month of November. Probably should have asked or looked into that before yesterday. It's okay. It's all right. We live and we learn. We live and we learn. But anyway, so you can catch Fern Gully on... Stars. Yes. It's on demand. What did you have to rent it or um well if you have a I had the stars sub- subscription. Yeah. Um so I didn't have to rent it, but I think there was a rental option. 
I think. There normally is, like, depending on, like, you can rent it through stars if you don't have stars, or you can end up buying through whatever production company yeah. um, did the movie. Like, if it was, like, Warner Brothers or, like, Fox or whatever like that, you can um, rent it through that. But this was, like, I don't know. I watched it on DVD. No. I watched it through stars. So there you go. You have options. Indeed, you do. But the next movie that we're going to be talking about is Anastasia, which a lot of people think is a Disney movie, but really? it is not. No. I know some people confused it thinking that, like, because it came out around the, whatever. It's not a Disney movie. It's it a 20th Century Fox yes. searchlight, right? Exactly. Their first animated film, but we'll get to that. Yes, we will. Anyway, so stay tuned for that next week. And if you like our vibe, please like and subscribe. And we will see you in our next episode. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye.